Welcome to the Comic Blast Podcast. We good? Yes, I am Just indeed recording. Let's go. What's up, and welcome back to the Comic Blast Podcast. Today we have Jess and Cole. Grayson is busy, so it's Jess and Cole, and Keenan. Keenan being the one that's speaking. Thank you guys so much for listening. It's been quite some time since we had an actual real episode. Grayson and I did a little review for the first Spider-Man movie because we're doing like our whole series for that. Um, so go check that out if you haven't already. But today we're here to talk about Loki and Loki only. Um, I have a lot of thoughts on this as i'm sure you guys do as well um so where should we start mm, we could start um uh hold on I've, I've, are we doing spoilers at end we're, i feel like we need to just go for spoilers okay. at this point okay Got there's it. this whole thing with like the disney plus shows where spoiler warnings do not exist apparently and as soon as a show comes out and an episode comes out, everyone's just talking about it on the internet. Actually, um, yeah, this is a uh, yeah. With, with with every Disney Plus show so far, um, at least for me, um, like the day of or the day after an episode of a certain show, like whatever show comes out, like the social media accounts of the marketing teams uh, like broadcast like stuff from the new episode, and like it's all spoilery stuff. And yeah. I, like, like even the actual shows. I'm like, okay, well, I haven't seen it yet. Jeez. Come on. Stay now. off of, like, if you're, like, watching and trying to keep up with the Marvel shows and Star Wars shows, stay off of the Twitter trending page. Because literally, yeah. like, there's ten things with, like, characters that showed up and things that happened. And I'm just like, oh, my God. And and it sucks because, like, we're on the East Coast just as, like, Central. But, I mean, mm-hmm. it we don't get to stay up till midnight because at least i don't stay up till midnight to watch these shows because it's 3 a.m for us over here um so it's pretty brutal so i'll wake up in the morning completely forgetting about the episode coming out and i just like go on twitter it's like my routine in the morning and i'm just like freaking crap like i just i had to click on that um but we're pretty much going to do a a series review as opposed to just the last episode i think we're mostly going to talk about the last episode but because uh, we haven't talked about any of it yet on the podcast. Uh, I figured we get into the whole thing. Uh, we could talk about where it kind of ranks in the MCU for us or where it ranks among the shows that have come out thus far. Um, but I'll just stay, say, like, just real quickly, I enjoyed the show a ton. It's one of my favorite MCU things, and it's hands down the best, for me, the best uh, Disney Plus series that they've done surprisingly because it was my least anticipated of the three uh i definitely have to agree i don't think there was a single episode and okay two here's my opinion on it like i think the last episode was my least favorite episode but just Hmm. because what they had to do with it to set up phase four and like ant-man and uh doctor strange and everything so i get it um and also the post credit scene kind of saved it for me cuz cuz mm. at first i thought wait this is where we're leaving it this is what we're going off yeah. of i was like yeah. no freaking way and then yeah um but definitely my favorite when it comes to the shows 
um, WandaVision was great, but there were definitely some episodes in there that were, like, less visually pleasing and um, slow. And Falcon Winter Soldier, I mean, it just didn't have enough where we needed a second season. There wasn't anything left um, for us to do with that. So, overall, obviously, I love Loki and Tom Hiddleston. If you're listening to this, um, (laughs) you're more than welcome to ask me for my He told me he was going to listen to this one. um, uh, Actually, Tom's in the other room right now, if you want me to bring him out. Yeah. um, My absolute absolute favorite. There there is no, and I know that everyone will agree with me on this, there is no one better for that role other than him. He lives for that. I mean, it's so funny. It's just so good. Yeah, there, there's my two cents. Um, but yeah, I mean, I basically agree with both of you. Um, on my end though, uh, with with the, the the three shows, that was the one that I wanted to see the most uh, because Loki is one of my favorite MCU characters. Um, specifically because he is more of a uh, talk than walk character. Um, kinds of media that I enjoy the most is when it's all like philosophical talk. Like yeah. you're all you're always like exploring your morals, like two dudes just sitting in a room talking about life, stuff like that. Um, and I feel like Loki is one of the, the more interesting characters in that regard, especially because he makes you um, like he, he doesn't just like talk about life. He makes you think about it, but like in a bad way. And it's yeah. just I, I love it when he makes the other characters question their morals. And I mean, over time, he's kind of turned into more of a gimmick character. But I think this show really brought back his um what is it like special charm i would say yeah um but yeah i i really really enjoyed it um and uh yeah it was it's my favorite show out of the three um and honestly uh when you asked earlier on the best way to start uh passing this i would say the best way to start about talking about loki is how it portrayed itself when it first came out like maybe the the whole atmosphere around it what we all thought like initially when we first when we saw the first episode like what did we feel when we were just like oh we're 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 first getting into this show like how do we feel about this you know it was not what i expected at all the show like when we saw loki take the tesseract and we're like oh okay that's what they're gonna do with the series he's just gonna like be hopping around and Mm -hmm. just you know being causing problems across like maybe you know different different places in the universe and whatnot and um it turned out to not be that at all and i was very shocked from the first episode how uh dialogue driven it was and how little action that there was and and it you know ended up being that the whole series was that same way which i really enjoyed but i was blown away at the lack of action but in a good way. Like, I, I didn't think that it was... I wasn't ever bored wondering when the next big action set piece was going to come. And I almost had this fear that the sixth episode was going to turn into this giant epic action set piece the way that WandaVision did. Which is a reason that I felt like I didn't really like that show as much. Because there was a lot of really good setup and it just turned into a big MCU fight fest. Um, but with this, it was literally, it ended with, uh, Sylvie, Loki, and Kang, um, just sitting there and having this conversation and going through this dilemma and, you know, who can I trust? Can I trust this guy? You know, can Sylvie trust Loki? 
should we believe Kang? Like all these different questions going on in my head. And I was just like feeling where I was at a point where I could see both sides of each character. And it was just something that was so refreshing and I think needed in the MCU for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just the overall like impressions specifically like early on in the show I was just shocked at how dialogue driven it was how how much the uh, center of the show is just you know usually one or two characters going back and forth discussing their ideologies and um, yeah it was it was really refreshing to see that I think that a lot of that has to do with the chemistry of the cast um, the way that they all interact with each other is absolutely brilliant, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of what makes it work. Because, mm. yeah. like you said, there is so much dialogue, but just the emotion. And we get a lot of emotion from Loki, which mm-hmm. I think is so interesting. Um, mm-hmm. But the emotion and everything, the way that the acting is, the way that the dialogue is, the interactions between the characters. Um, I think that's what makes it work. So hats off to them for pulling that off because... Oh, yeah. Yeah, because it was very interesting, as you said, like without all the action. Um, but I was so intrigued. I feel like this is my favorite story that they've done. Yeah. Um, the set, like the whole... like. Um, and I think that they filmed it at like the Marriott in Atlanta, like the whole retro vibe. It's absolutely incredible. It's insane. So um, yeah, it's, it's just very well made. And the this <laughs> the the CGI and it was it's so funny because at times because the CGI and everything is so good that when they made like the tiniest mistake, I could point it out. But yeah. normally, like you wouldn't even recognize that at all. But compared to the other stuff that they did, so yeah, it was very, very, very good. Loved it. Yeah, my overall impressions, initial impression with the show was uh, mystery and and intrigue. Mm-hmm. Um, like especially from the first episode, you know, you you have no idea what's what's going on. And uh, Keenan, when when you were talking about how uh, the last episode when it was just kind of again just sitting down and you know talking one on one with Kang, I was. It made me realize that it's basically just um, a higher version of at the beginning we have uh, Loki talking to Mobius from the other side of a table, and then yeah. Loki and Sylvie are talking to Kang from the other side of a table. So spot on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, honestly, I feel like especially given given the ending, I feel like there's just as much in, uh, mystery and intrigue as I had when I watched the first episode. You know, because. Um, Mobius and that other TVA agent. I don't. I don't remember her name. Ravona. Huh. Ravona. Uh. Well. Well. That's like B fifteen. Uh, yeah. B fifteen. Oh, okay. Um. They don't. They don't know who who Loki even is. You know. Yeah. They. Which. Which means that you know. Not. Not only are these not the same ones, yeah. but they also haven't even uh, been involved with mm-hmm. a Loki variant before. Yeah. Um. And then it's they, like they don't over, even know who Loki is at yeah, all. They, like yeah. so he he's just been erased from the timeline maybe yeah i don't know it's just and then you look over there's a massive statue of kang um it's like what what happened um and then oh man i love that final line from uh from kane 
from from Kang when Sylvie stabs him. He says, uh, "Like, see you soon." Um, I like that a lot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but the scarier kinda, version of him. Yeah, I, I'm kind of I'm kind of trailing off into other thoughts, but basically, uh, yeah, it, it's just the overall atmosphere and tone of this show is just so awesome. And then, uh, Justin, you mentioned the CG. Uh, that stuff with um, like in the void. Um, yeah, that looked really really good, mm-hmm. especially when uh, they were they were enchanting together like that green light. Yeah. I don't know why that just looks so good. They make um, it believable. Yeah, it's so believable. I mean, it's, the God, the uh, like the older Loki, the way yeah. he's just like conjuring up all this stuff. Mm-hmm. That right there felt like it was gonna be the climax or the ending of the show. That's that's typical Marvel format. Is like we're gonna have this big you know spectacle you know thing going on and they they went away with that for the last episode god i I appreciate that so much because i feel like what this show did differently that made me actually really fall in love with it is that they set up a lot of mystery Hmm. but they ended it so well and i don't feel like the other two shows did that so well i don't think that they nailed the landing because it felt like those shows kind of lacked consequence and this one was very consequential to the rest yeah. of the MCU and how that's going to play out. And uh, that's just, just really what I appreciate because like I loved WandaVision up until about those last two episodes and I love Falcon except for probably that last episode um, just because I didn't feel like they nailed the landing. But with this one, they definitely did. They knew what they were going to do. And I did not, I thought that this was just going to be, you know, when the Loki series got announced, I was assuming this is just a way for Loki to go have fun off in his separate Mm -hmm. little thing that has no ramifications on the current timeline that we have in the MCU. And I was wrong. It ended up being the most consequential out of everything that we've gotten so far. And that's why I really wasn't looking forward to it to that much. I'm like, how's this going to affect the MCU really? Because he's off in this own little separate timeline and now we have you know the multiverse and it's expanding and there's just so much to look forward to and so many possibilities um and i uh, for that i appreciate this series i appreciate uh i think it's kate heron who is the creative director uh and loki or uh tom hiddleston obviously he, he was actually an executive producer on this um, so obviously they gave him a big or a bigger or more expanded role. Um, so hats I mean, off to all of the people in play with this show. It's just, t- it was spectacular. On top of that, I have to like give absolute kudos to, to, to Natalie Holt, uh, the composer, like for the score. Right. Man, love that score. Yeah. It's great. Um, yeah. And when they I walk was... into the castle and that, yeah. that theme music's playing, freaking amazing. Um, I'm just I'm gonna mention this real quick before I forget about it. I told Grayson this uh, after the last episode came out that uh, and you'll you have to excuse my, my words here because I feel like I'm not gonna be able to convey this properly but Loki was the first like villain to kind of tease and lead us into Thanos who was the yeah. first big bad. Mm-hmm. And now he's also the same one to lead and tease us into Kang, who I'm Ooh. assuming is the big mm-hmm. bad. Yeah. You know, so I feel like it kind of flip-flopped here, but now, like, Loki's, he's I would say, like, he, yeah, you know, he's, he's, 
He's, he's, he's not doing too... I mean, like, morally, I would say he's he's a lot better than he used to be. Man, it's, it's so weird, like, because this is the Loki straight off the heels of the Avengers, you know? Yeah. Where he had a lot of character development to do. And then going through all that stuff in the TVA and then meeting Sylvie and, you know, bonding with Mobius, stuff like that. We really just skyrocketed his character mm -hmm. arc and then passed it to where he, he changed even then. There were so many good scenes, like so many amazing emotional scenes for him. Him and um, Mobius hugging. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah that, <laughs> oh, my God. And then, um, then when, when he's going through all of his... Uh, like all of what's supposed to happen in his life, oh. you know, like what, like yeah. figuring out that his mom dies, and then like seeing him and Thor bond, like Thor, uh, like openly accepting him as his brother, yeah, and then and then seeing uh seeing Odin like call him like his son yeah. and stuff yeah. like that, like that just watching that is so good. And Tom Hills, man, it's watching him, like he's just literally sitting in a room, probably in a green screen, just like. Yeah. Like, with emotions. He, he yeah. did such a good job. His Damn, range is it. crazy. The ending, I felt so empty inside yeah. when uh, Sylvie just sent him off into that, you know, other timeline. And he's like, he's alone now. I'm like, this is the, so, this is the okay. most alone he's ever been. This is the thought that I had. Because you, you saw his face after, yeah. like, Sylvie pushed him through, right? I'm going to guess that because this is what his face tells me. Tells me he's like, this is what it must feel like to get betrayed by somebody you love. Ooh, because yeah. I've done that all my life. Yeah, you know, and I'm like, ah, oh, man, this he, he's he's That's learning all sorts point. of stuff in six episodes. That's amazing. <laughs> I I never really thought about that because for his whole life he's been the one who's stabbing people on the back, mm -hmm. and he really bought into you know they have their kiss. And she ends up, you know, being the one that stabs him in the back, and he got a taste of what it really felt felt like. That's a really good point. I never thought about that. The only person to, to 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 really do that is a uh, a different version of himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ironically. So, what did you guys think of um, this inter this version of Kang? This is Nathaniel Richards, the super genius, uh, who uh, is probably the least evil uh, of everyone. I, I was expecting him to be like this big evil guy, but he's really just a smart guy. And, and I understand his reasons for doing what he, he did um, as crazy as it may sound, but he really was kind of putting, you know, order because we're going to eventually see the worst version of Kang, mm -hmm. uh, the most evil version of that character. And I think he's going to be really badass just based off of like, what this version was able to do and we have yet to see like his full potential as just like this evil super genius who can time travel um but what did you think of like this version of king i thought that there was a lot of really quotable lines um that had some like good punch and impact uh but i, I love like the whole thing about um him saying that he basically paved the road for for them and yeah. and they just walked right into it um but there's a lot of really good lines and i thought that uh i think it's jonathan majors yes. uh who's the actor mm -hmm. i thought he did really well with this it was a little quirky but i i liked what was going on and and the whole vibe had this like wizard of oz man behind the curtain 
Um, I mean, that's just kind of what I took from it. Yeah, the yeah. I mean, ex- especially because of the uh, well, man, I, I don't even remember their names. The, the ro- robotic, the the, the timekeepers, definitely yeah. w- Wizard of Oz, vi- Wizard of Oz uh, vibes there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think uh, honestly, his his quirkiness is just what a Loki needs. Um, you know, they they need someone to mess with them instead yeah. of take mm-hmm. them seriously. Because if they take them seriously, then that's like Loki's already one step ahead of the game. Yeah. Um, as for what I think of Kang, um, I mean, I can't say that you know I like this interpretation over another one because you know as opposed to my knowledge of DC, my knowledge of Marvel is unfortunately a little limited. Um, not saying that I'm at like normie levels, but I have not really seen Kang in any iteration really. Um, so. Uh, I'm just interested to learn more about the character. Um, I ever since I saw him in the show, I was like, I, I did recognize his character design. You know, once yeah. I saw like mm-hmm. uh, a formed version of himself, and you could see like the helmet and stuff like that, I was like, oh, that's Kang. Like, oh, it's okay. So mm-hmm. like, I was starting to get it. Um, so now, um, I'm starting to learn more about him. But as of right now, I think he's really cool. I just I can't really compare him to anything else. Um, isn't he confirmed for Ant-Man Quantum Mania or whatever it's called? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm not sure what version we're going to get there, but the the first thing that popped in my head was like sociopath. Yeah. Like, you know, like kind of Mm -hmm. Joker-ish, weird, quirky, but you know, it was... It was very confusing to me because I didn't know where he was playing from, like what angle mm-hmm. he was playing from. Um, so it definitely kept me guessing as to what was going to happen, what he was going to do. Um, and also the way that it affected Loki, like he was, they were both confused by it. Like this was this whole confusing, we got this charming. Yeah, threw him off. Yeah, we got like this charming sociopath here and no one knows what the heck is going on. So, um well made um because i clearly guessed that something else was gonna happen which i shouldn't have because like all the all the hints were there and everything like that i guess i just wanted it to be different um but yeah i mean the way that it was given to me and portrayed to me as in that was not the outcome that i wanted but the outcome that i got was acceptable so i thought it was good he definitely did a good job he made a good uh, first impression for that character so I'll and then he's dead and then he said well that version of him is dead yeah that version <laughs> of him is dead. There, there's there's a bunch of other versions to be excited for now i guess um, yeah i wonder if we're gonna see this reoccurring thing where we're just getting different versions of him sprinkled throughout mcu movies yeah. well, or if apparently... we're just gonna get like the next one is like the definitive version that we're gonna get i think um basically the, the 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 pitch that he was giving off is that all of the different versions of himself invented multi-dimensional travel right yeah. Um, yeah so it's really just going to be him that's that's the problem i was thinking about uh like oh what are we gonna do about like other villains from other dimensions and i mean it just seems to be him that's the problem right now but they definitely opened up the the multiverse mm-hmm. for a reason um and this opens up a whole new bag of possibilities, like for everything I th- MCU. 
I think he even said in the show something about how Kang, like the Kangs just look to kill the other Kangs. Like they're, I, I can't remember the exact quote, but like their goal is to take out the rest of the Kangs. Their, um, their, their, their goals were to conquer, you know, the, oh, you know, the, oh. the other, oh. <laughs> I wonder where uh, his name comes from. <laughs> yeah. Well, he said, he said, you know, you know, like, People have called me many things like like conqueror mm-hmm. and stuff like like he meant he yeah. named jobs conqueror and like right then I was like oh it's Kang okay because yeah. at first when I first saw him at like in the show I was like I have no idea who this is um, literally no idea yeah. I did not know until he said conqueror and I was like oh I only knew ding, ding, ding. just because of the report that he was gonna play Kang in the mm. Ant Man oh, but I did not yeah. think once I saw the actor I was like oh that's the guy who's playing. Kang and Ant-Man. I was, I was like, okay, they're doing Kang yeah. now. Um, which is pretty impressive that they were able to keep this under wraps. I mean, di- yeah. Disney or Marvel, I mean, they've been pretty good about keeping secrets under wraps. They kept Baby Yoda under wraps. They kept uh, Luke Skywalker under wraps. Like, they've been pretty good about keeping these secrets for the shows, at least. Um, they kept, but yeah, I mean, like, the Obi-Wan show secret for such a long time like there were rumors but yeah like every time you asked like Ewan Ewan was always like you know I like I don't know and like stuff like that (laughs) um and like he he was so good at selling it and I was like dang it Ewan I'm mad at you but you're also the best you know comes Um, out next year I cannot wait I will have a fully fledged like series on comic blast based off of the show <laughs> you get that a solo um, series it's just gonna be it's just gonna be me talking and then and then i'll edit in clips of like another version of me to like give a sense of conversation <laughs> this um, nice little back and forth a cold yeah, variant because, yeah it's it's because the other me's from alt from alternate dimensions uh, hopped in they're trying to conquer um yeah anyway what were we talking about so well i think like um let's get into like the ramifications or the consequences of of sylvie's actions marvel's Um, what if yeah it's like now we're it's gonna get really interesting because there's so many possibilities and i feel like we're moving away from like the linear storytelling that we got used to in the first three phases of the mcu or during the like uh infinity war saga and I, now I feel like they can get crazy and move all over the place, which could get confusing for, like, the casual viewers. But, I mean, without a doubt, I felt like this opened the door for the, the Spider-Man movie yep. coming up. Yep. And it explains probably why we're not, we have not gotten a trailer for that film just yet. Yeah. Um, it's amazing that they were able to, to find a way to tie all that in together. So I'm hoping that this does open the door because, like, I know that there's confirmed casting as, like, you know, Willem Dafoe is coming for Green Goblin and Jamie Foxx as Electro and Alfred Molino as Doc Ock. But I, I would I would like more than just the villains. I want to see our other Spider-Men of pop up. Of course you do. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, they're, I mean, they're, they're the stars of the show, you know? You can't just take the villains from their movies and not put them in this movie. Like to do a Spider-Verse movie with only the villains would just be so wrong in so many ways. in my opinion, I feel like they're, they're just doing a good job of like keeping this a secret. 
what's strange to me is that all three of these villains that are basic like basically announced at this point to show up yeah um you know they they, they all died in their own respective ways mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and so i'm wondering like what's what's going on you know if we're pulling them from their time when they were alive in the universe are we going to meet the you know spider-man like at that same time you know because if we pull electro you know then we're gonna pull um andrew garfield spider-man and then he's like he's like oh where's gwen because she's definitely still alive you know i i think that this opens the door for them those specific characters not like existing in that timeline from those movies so you have like because jamie fox like when he got cast he immediately went on Instagram and did like a big no no for for Marvel, and he was like, yeah. "I'm back," and this time I ain't blue. Like, you know, did that whole thing. Um, so I don't <laughs> think that that's the specific one from Andrew's movie. Like, that's it could be a completely different timeline, same character right. that does not, you know, coexist with what happened. The you know the events in that movie. Um, so that's just what I'm guessing is that they're just they're just kind of like variants mm-hmm. of the same people. Yeah. yeah. And so you're no getting a different version of that character. There's there's no one to uh, to govern over the variants anymore. No, um, and that may be a thing for Doctor Strange and Spider-Man to tackle. You know, maybe Doctor yeah. Strange is like, hey, we got all these um, variants of villains. Uh, Spider- and... <laughs> Spider-Man, I, I hear you have a uh, an identity problem. Well, these other two Spider-Men do as well. <laughs> Uh, so he pulls them through, and then like Spider Verse Two comes into it. Should be crazy. I feel like this movie is gonna be something else, but we're 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 opening up a whole other bag here. Yeah, uh, I mean, that's exactly what Loki did, though. Isn't it crazy? Uh, God, God of Mischief energy. Yeah. It's, yeah. The um, least expected series to do it too. I absolutely love that. Yeah. Love them yeah. for that. We all thought it was just gonna be like inconsequential, like, oh it's just Loki in another universe just doing stuff and it's like, oh no, well I mean, what what did you expect? He manages to F everything up. Um But uh yeah, now uh now I'm wondering what uh Sylvie's next plan is, because um she's uh basically quote unquote at the end of time with the tempad. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm not just any tempad like the tempad yeah. so maybe can can she you know universe hop i don't know maybe. i don't know what their plans are but i definitely want to see more of that character as often oh. as possible well here's the thing maybe she can universe pop or hop because she did shove loki into like not yeah. our regular universe you know yeah yeah definitely put him somewhere else so yeah, I mean, she was great, and I, I'm not sure if she's gonna pop up in like other MCU movies. I think she's definitely gonna be a focal point of season two of Loki whenever that comes out. Hopefully yeah. sooner than later. I hope that that ends up coming out like next year, as opposed to like 2023. Definitely can't wait that long for that. Well, I was thinking about like how this is, or or, or more importantly, when it's gonna affect the MCU. Because I'm like, at what point does this take place? And I'm yeah. like, well, the answer is just kind of in time, you know? Yeah. Because the, 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 the TVA is basically just at a point that's separate from time. Mm-hmm. So yeah. all of this stuff just kind of happens and then it suddenly exists. That's why time travel is always so confusing to me. <laughs> yeah. Because um, I'm like, I'm like, yo, there is so much stuff that, that's just wrong. 
and then you, you know like pe people come up with questions it's like time travel you know if if it's done then that means it already happened and it's like well what if i decide not to do it you know it's it's very yeah. it's very weird um and i just hope that that it's it's figured out i guess so we could probably wrap up pretty soon here i want to know where you guys kind of rank this among your mc movies you don't have to give me an exact number but is it like you know top tier top five middle tier i know it's say, definitely not bottom do you say movies yeah, just anywhere in the MCU. So, oh. you know, among everything that's come out for the MCU, like, is it way up there? Because for me, like, I think I kind of have, like, I have, you know, my Winter Soldier, my Black Panther, my Infinity War Endgame, and I'd probably have it somewhere, like, in that area where it's, like, it's top, top. Um, I, I would say it's in my obligatory top five. Mm -hmm. uh, which is comprised of more than five things, but I can't decide what order it's in. So I it belongs yeah. in there. Yeah. yeah. They all get their time in the top five. Yeah. As um, long as Winter Soldier stays at one, the others can for be sure. moved around. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's you know, it's, it's one of my favorites. I love it. Um, you know, if you watched it all together, like we said for the other shows, it would be like as if it were a movie. So mm -hmm. you might as well think of it that way. Um, but yeah, it definitely belongs there because uh, a Loki-centric show slash movie, um, especially done the way it was, top tier. And now you get to, <laughs> with season two, you basically think of it as like uh, like uh, another Loki movie, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Like what yeah. have, like Loki will return. You know, they, they literally, that's what they did, how they usually do in the movies. So, you know. Yeah, we thought he was done for in Endgame or Infinity War. Little did we know, I he's gonna have a huge impact on the rest of the MCU. I w I remember like when he died in the theater. I was like, there is no way that they're getting rid of Tom Hiddleston. I was like, there's an absolutely no, no way. And then when they w like when they did what they did in Endgame and then they announced the Loki show, I was like, but of course I was right, you know. And <laughs> The, and and you know with 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 vision and stuff like that like they have it's literally just like the comics like nobody dies it's nobody dies man yeah i mean it makes you wonder now that they have all these alternate timelines is there a timeline where like captain america didn't go back in time and he's just <laughs> he's like the, the stones are mine yeah <laughs> or is like a timeline where like iron man lives you know or a mm -hmm. A timeline where you know they, they they don't manage to get the stones back and like it's just a 50 percent universe just yeah. living on or now it's or just a timeline where peggy carter is captain america like there's there's so many different possibilities now what's crazy to me is that like a multiverse is almost like positively infinite you know what i mean yeah and so when we were told this story by Kang of, like, all of the different versions of himself killing each other until there was just one, how long did that take? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, if he, if he was the last one that, was, that survived, like, what did he do? How did he manage to trump every single other one, you know? Yeah, that is that mm. is strange. We, we need a Kang movie to explain all of this. Mm. I would not be opposed Especially if just, he's, like, just... the least scary one. <laughs> like... <Yeah. laughs> Here's the thing. If he's the one that ended up on top, then 
in my opinion, he might be the scariest yeah. one. Well, he's dead now, so. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, he, he, he was like, "I've had enough of this shit. I'm like, tired." He can't take over. <laughs> he was like, "He was like, yo, I'm at the end of time for a reason. I've been here so many times." And then he said, "He said, kill me, and I'm just going to end up in the same place eventually. Mm-hmm. Like it's the same thing's just gonna happen again." Yep. He says, "See you soon." Wink. Yeah. Dead. It's wild. Wow. Loki, everybody. <laughs> well, that's going to wrap up our review for Loki. Hopefully, eventually, we can get out a Black Widow movie because I think we've all seen it, right? Yes. Yeah. Wait, Cole, did you watch it? No. <laughs> no! <laughs> he shakes Mommy, his head, yes. <laughs> when he said, he said that we've all seen it, I just kind of looked over to a corner of my room and just like slowly nodded and just hoped that nobody would understand. Uh, yeah. Um, I've yeah, been looking Jess for a moment. I've been looking for a moment to watch it, right? It's just I've been really, really under the weather the past couple of days, and I'm just like I won't be, I won't even be able to pay attention to it. But yes, I will get to it. I'm surprised that I haven't been spoiled for virtually anything for the movie. There's not really um, much to spoil. No. Well, I heard that the post-credit scene was a spoiler, and that nah. was that it was pretty cool. I mean, okay. it's okay. Is it better than the? I remember Jess telling me that it was better than the movie. <laughs> The post credit scene? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I, oh, wow. Like, that, for real? The movie is... Well, the thing is, like, the Both movie's, like, kind of middle tier for me. It's not, like, the worst. It's not the best. Is it just standard Marvel formula? Yeah, it's just... Man, I don't know. All that it's like, let's throw just... out the most formulaic movie that we can, because we have to. Um, and that's just what I got from it. You know However, what? Uh, uh, Florence should... Pugh is, is going to be great in the future of the MCU. Like, her we, character, we should cover Elena. this. We should cover this one when we're supposed when to. When you see it? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, like, it's, it's when fine. When we're supposed like... to, it would have been a week ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, shout out to all of our patrons, Sam, Diego, Caleb, Joseph, Jake, Mike, Jess, the sponsor Woo! of the show. Hey, man, we let the sponsors be co-hosts, too. That's weird. <laughs> Just me, Is that though, a normal I'm thing special. for podcasts? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, thank you guys so much. Um, if you want to support us financially through Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash comic blast. You can also check out our website, comicblast.net. Um, and keep up with the uh, Spider-Man series that we have going on. We're reviewing everything Spider-Man leading up to Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, and I think that's about it, unless I forgot something anyone want to do the honors since Grayson isn't here I feel that it is just sacrilegious for me to encroach upon those grounds I can't do it either you realize now you're going to have to edit it in is it worth it no I I am going to implement a new thing so that I so that I can stop making new Grayson clips for that thing because I've done it so many times um, I need him to set okay when he's not here I will do it in honor of the new Loki show okay you guys ready yeah I'm ready see you soon <laughs>